now it's time for part two of In the Moment. Alright, this is this is sad. This is not a happy story. I wish every story could be happy, but everything is not happy. But I do think that there is something to utilize in every story to feel happy about. Okay. There was a disgusting execution that took place on social media this week. Mm-hmm. And it literally hit close to home. I don't know if you saw it, Katie. I sent you the video. No, I watched it. I saw For those who may not have seen it, man, wow. Um, there was a guy who was complaining in Brooklyn, New York, about his neighbors upstairs. Mm-hmm. The kids were making too much noise, apparently. Went upstairs, kicked the door, and the stepdad came out, big dude, bodybuilding dude, and was like, what it is? What's the problem? So he came out with scissors, and he approaches the guy. I don't know why he went back in to grab the scissors, but he went back in to grab the scissors, because he initially came out with no shirt on. Shorts. Shorts. And his demeanor told me he came out to throw hands, which happens, whatever, right? As far as I know, the way I grew up, two men throw hands, you both live, you walk away to live another day, as they say. But he went back in, put a shirt on, came back out with scissors, and this guy reacted by shooting him. Mm-hmm. Then he shot his son. And it's all on, like, HD camera, unfortunately. Now, when it first happened, people were debating if it was self-defense or not. I think it's pretty obvious that it was not self-defense because... Well, he didn't only shoot. You shoot somebody once, and they're not rushing you anymore. Mm-hmm. He shot both suspects multiple times. And in the head. He made sure he put one in his son's head, and he went and put one in the dad's head. He killed them both. And then he pushed the elevator. He waited for the elevator to come. He didn't even take the stairs. As they're both dying. As they're literally both dying in front of him. And the only reason I'm even bringing this up on my podcast is because, well, I know how slow that elevator is. And if you watch the video, you can see him wait for that elevator for a a long time. And the reason I know how slow that elevator is is because I genuinely used to live in that building. That's the building that I could afford at that time when I moved out of my grandmother's place because it's... Very known in New York that a lot of people live with their parents until they're 30, 40. That's not even something to make fun of. That's just the way it goes in New York. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be that person, so I moved out as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. In doing so, you're not going to move to the best neighborhood, typically. I lived in that building. I lived right upstairs. I still know a few people who live in that building and text them, and they were like, we heard the shots. We, They experienced the whole thing. And my grandmother used to not get sleep at night because she knew I lived not only in that neighborhood, but in that building. So to watch it, as I'm watching it, I'm like, why does this hallway look so familiar? But I didn't process it until they actually gave the address out. I used to live right upstairs. And unfortunately, this man literally killed the stepdad and the son and the mom and the sister. They were all in the apartment. And they they went on a manhunt for him. For about two days. Mm -hmm. Finally, the police caught up to him in a car, and he got out of the car with a knife, and they shot him. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that the story ends, but apparently he was an ex-prison guard, and 
I say this to say, when you see something so foul and violent happen, so close to somewhere where you once were, you really kind of get an understanding of how wrong place, wrong time is not a intelligence thing. It's not a depends on who you are as a person thing. It genuinely is a universe thing. And you just never know, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're all one bad decision, one mistake away from possibly never seeing your loved ones again. And with that being said, I'm saying that to say you genuinely have to remember to take in every single day and every single moment that you have with the people you love because that was so close to home for me that I just, I stopped. Even in the middle of all that I was going through in life, I stopped to thank God for where I am when you think about where I came from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And prayers up to that family. I'm terribly sorry that that happened to them. Let's get in the shout outs. And now it's time for In The Moment shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. All right, shout out to the women who have just their kids on their screensavers and not their husband. And the men who have just their kids as their screensavers and not their wife. <laughs> because because why is this okay what's wrong with it i'm gonna tell you what you have an entire family mm-hmm. i see this all the time and my dad used to always feel like yo how come every time y'all put a picture on facebook or something it's just you and the kids like you a single parent he said this to my mom mm-hmm. and we used to always be like oh come on man it ain't that serious dad and now i get it because you know what i see more than anything else I see com- people who are married, and they only have their kids as their screensaver. Okay. Well, why your significant other ain't in there, Katie? My significant other is not forever. My kids are. This they are my children. This is a nasty concept. I don't like it. This is, this is how I would view it. The only reason why I would think that it would be acceptable is, like, yes, I love my partner. That's cool. But I know that the relationship with my kids and I cannot change, bad or worse, whatever. I gave birth to them, Right. They came from me. My partner could at any moment leave me. Something can go wrong. Something can go sour. You're not, you, there's, it's no guarantee you're going to be my partner forever. But my kids, who I love the most, it's, it's basically, I feel like it's a ranking system of who I put first in my life. <laughs> my children, <laughs> then my spouse, mm-hmm. then it's a ranking system. I'm not saying you're wrong. And the kids come first. And I want, I want us to bookmark this for a later conversation in this episode of the podcast. Okay. Because I'm not disagreeing with you. I think you're right. I think everything that you and a lot of people say about marriage, it just goes into that little pile of, I'm not sure anymore. Because, damn, the first thing you said, the very first thing you said, you didn't say, I don't know if my partner is forever. You said, my partner is not forever. My kids are. Exactly. Why do y'all even have partners then with that mentality? Why do they have partners? I Not don't. you, but damn. I so you wouldn't feel away, Honestly. No. If your wife had just the kids on the screensaver and didn't give a damn about you, and you literally in the house with your wife taking care of business, holding it down, we a family, all that. No, because would- I know that between 
my wife and I, things can change. Things can shift. That that love that people search for, that forever love, yes, you want it and you want to experience this, you know, lifelong love. But because one or the other, me, either me or her, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how people going to shift. You can't do anything about that. My kids are forever. Mm-hmm. You and I, there's a possibility we're not for fucking ever. So I, I personally wouldn't be mad because of how I look at relationships. With that mentality, would you still get married? I told you this. I will only get married if the woman I'm with has always wanted to be married. That's not my desire. My desire is not to be married. My desire is to be committed. But my desire is not to be married. See, we two alike. We need somebody to come in here who is in, who enjoys being married, but still would not put their husband on their screensaver or their wife on their screensaver, and it's just the kids. We like do. that person doesn't even exist. Because I don't understand that. See, with your mentality, I get it. But a lot of these people are married. They're married already. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about people who want them. They're already married. And it's as if your kids are the only thing important to you in that marriage. I typically feel like if you are married and you have a husband and a wife and your kids, why would you have a screensaver or a profile picture or anything that represents your family, but your husband and your wife are not in the picture? It's just you and your kids. See, I don't understand that. It's also a telltale sign of how your partner feels about you. So So that's what I'm saying. So we agree. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah. All right. Well, then say less. Nothing else to see here. We'll talk about more of that later on in the show. Who's next? Uh, If you're a champagne drinker, I just want to let you know you've been saying champagne wrong (laughs) all this time. Oh, well, how am I supposed to be saying champagne? What I'll do is I'll take a picture of it for Mm. you so Mm. you can know how to say it. Mm. And by picture, well, of course, I mean Kodak Black. Here's how you say champagne. Some champagne or y'all good? Yeah. What with a champagne? Champagne. No, no. What? No. No. No, if Nori can sit there (laughs) and do a whole drinks champs interview with Kodak Black and pretend like he knew anything he was saying. At any moment. And I can't make fun of it because of what I believe the reason to be as to why he's doing this. Why do we, you know what? Nah, let's have real talk. Come on. Why do we do this to each other? What, encourage this foolishness? Yes. No one is going to, no one is going to say anything about this. No one is going to say to Nori, and I love Nori, but fam, that, why would you release that? Clicks. (sighs) Views, clout. The only person I saw that was like, yo, was Ray J. Ray J said some shit. Ray J was like, yo, this man needs help. He needs help. And then Nori's like, no, he don't need help. I understood everything he said. What? No, you didn't. No, uh, no you didn't. No. Because I didn't even understand everything he said. No and, one does. And Kodak is smaller. What I'm viewing, right? He's actually smaller than he ever was, even when he was released from jail. Like, he's smaller. And it's the how I perceive how Kodak is speaking now. Because mm-hmm. his his speech is more slurred than anything before. Mm-hmm. Than what it was in rap. I get it. Rap. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. It's worse than that. It is worse. He's slimmer than ever before. He looks like he's on the hard drugs right. that are doing something detrimental to him and his mind. And it's like, well, huh. All of us who have grown up in those circles with an uncle and aunt, whomever was on that, you know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I hate to serious it out on our podcast. I do. But if we have a platform and we don't do that, then what are we doing? Right. Fam, how many times are you going to do this with somebody who clearly needs help? Help. And when you think of ain't nobody fucking with my clique, I used to think that that was people that you were loyal to, that you supported. It's become clout. That's the clique that's important. Because no one is going to say, Nori, this interview shouldn't even have gone out. What is he saying, Katie? 
it's unfortunate, but uh, this is where we are. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was me because I'm watching it like I don't know what he's saying. Even what they posted on the shade room, I'm like, am I just getting old? No. Because it's gotten worse. I've seen interviews before. I was like, okay, I get what he's saying, even though he's saying it's lame. But no, no, this is like, "Mm, sir. And you know how it's only rap? You have you you heard Errol Spence talk? The boxer. Hmm. Errol Spence is a boxer who was in an unfortunate car accident. And he just lost to Terrence Crawford. And there's been a lot of talk about it. And if you go back and listen to Errol Spence way before, before the car accident, he didn't sound like he sounds today. Mm. He's a whole different dude. Mm. And I don't see people running around interviewing him. Maybe he don't want to do interviews. I don't know. But it just seems like sometime in hip-hop, we will take advantage of these situations. Whereas in other environments, we'll respect the fact that maybe this individual should not be thrown in front of a camera and a mic for clicks. Mm-hmm. And I just wish we all thought of that more. Absolutely. Who's next? All right, last but not least, kids say the darnest things. Don't they? And um, I don't really have commentary on this video. I think the video speaks for itself. But damn, kids be funny. Unfortunately, I'm not sure who the news anchor is. Uh, Her microphone says CP24, whatever that may mean. But I found this on the Twitter page of At End Wokeness. And, well, she was at a school with her microphone interviewing kids. And um, this is what happened. To pull this one aside. Hi, what's your name? Giovanni. Okay, Giovanni, tell everybody at home what you just said to me. I told her that she looks better on the CP24 than in person. Really? <laughs> I love the honesty. No offense taken. You're so adorable. Thank you so much. That's true. Is that true? No. No. Oh, you think I look better in person? No. no. <laughs> okay, there you go. Thank you, guys. Uh, so, again, the kids are having a good time. All right, y'all, let's get down to business. Saucy Santana. Yes, and did, and will do again, and wasn't wrong. Katie, he was wrong. How? He was very, very How? wrong. If right. we talking about what I think we talking about, because we're talking about what... Saucy Santana versus DJ Academics. Okay, then he was not wrong. Go ahead. All right. Do you want to break this down for the people, or you want me to do it? Well, I don't know how do the you know? beginning part started. I only saw the end. I don't either, to be completely honest. Uh, DJ Academics, I've never been a huge fan of, mm-hmm. and I completely understand why the majority of people are not huge fans either. However, there are clearly a lot of people who listen to him mm-hmm. and support him because he has a huge following and he's. He's kind of known as the guy who will give smoke to women and to men whom he knows he can play with like that. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't typically have the same energy for the people who want smoke. Mm -hmm. And I respect that, and that's true. Saucy Santana is someone whom Katie has supported. Mm -hmm. I have not been so supportive. Material girl. Now, I personally think, this is just me, that there, I'm not saying him, but I do think that there are people today who use the LGBTQ plus community as a shield to do certain things when they may not necessarily be truly and authentically of that cloth. Mm-hmm. There was a time when you couldn't say that, but I do believe that. Right. I don't know if it's him. They got into a beef. 
These two, for whatever reason. DJ Academic said some things to him. Saucy Santana clapped back. Here is what Saucy Santana had to say. Think this bitch work for McDonald's or something. Stop playing with me. We want to see you out the door. In the streets, in the field, in the streets, in the club. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. Well, let, 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 let's get it on. And after I beat you, I'm going to you and your That's what we do to you. All right, here's my beef. Okay. You cannot tell another man that you are going to him up and him in the That is literally the R word. I don't like to use the R word. I hate that word. Put a woman in DJ Academic's position and a man say that to a woman. He said that same exact thing to a woman. Would it be received the same? <laughs> Look at you. Honestly, I didn't hear that part. You didn't? No, 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 no. All right, no, no. okay, okay. Maybe you didn't. That's I the didn't only thing I'm mad part. at. Oh, no, no, That's no. the only thing I'm mad at. I thought you was mad about him calling him the F word. No. He's like, how you was acting? I, I definitely missed that part. <laughs> Wait, he called DJ Academics the F word? Yeah, he's like, this is what you really acting like in these streets. He can't do that either. No, yes, he can. Why? Yes, he can. Why can he do that? I'm part of the community and how you're really acting. He he defined it. He broke it down perfectly. He said, this is why people act, think basically that you acting like a little bitch. Okay. It's because how you so acting like So why do you like say that? Say the B word. Don't say the F word. Nah, because a lot of people refer to DJ Academics as that. All right. Okay. Okay. So okay. that's why he was so playing comparison. Let me ask you this you right in that, in that regard. When you see black people call white people the N-word, you don't feel, like, no. awkward? Yeah. It feels awkward, right? Yeah. Like, why would you say that? I always no. feel like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Hi is not the same thing. No, nah, and this... Yeah. It's the same. It's a slur term. It did, it did not feel the same. Why not? How is it not? It's it this true. Honestly, when I when I watched that video, I felt like, uh, okay, so he has a point. But I did not hear that part that you said. I thought we were, we were talking about two different. Well, he clips. said that. Oh, I didn't know that. Now that's he said he was going. He's going to give him the Ray J fabulous treatment. You didn't know that? No, I he's thought we were talking about ba-ba. a different clip. No, you can't say that. No, that's can't. not funny. No, you can't. Say and everybody that. was like, his fans is like, like is that he's why been he getting away crying? with this. Well, okay, so that's where we're going. <laughs> See, I thought he started crying because of the other video. I don't know why he was crying. I was confused by that. I thought maybe. Did not know. I thought the thought of another man putting <laughs> a little a little sauce in his Santana might have got him a little <laughs> right. Right. But from my understanding, they were saying that he wanted to like clap back, uh-huh. like really bad. But anything that he would say, he would get canceled. Now I've mm. never cried over it. Nah, that's, this man that's, started tearing that up. That is different. This man started tearing up. I was like, <laughs> what did Saucy do to you? You can't cry after a man like Saucy calls you the F word. No. Because then it looked like, well. Exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, well, it ties into the video now. But there has been times when, because I'm in the position I'm in, I've wanted to go at people. Mm-hmm. And you can't. And it's so frustrating. You want to Saucy thing? Yeah. You want to cry. But you don't. And you certainly don't record yourself doing it. I don't know why he did that. That's why I was like, oh, you definitely are the F word. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't call another man the F word when you are a part of your community. How can you do How can you say that's okay? He explained why he could. He did? Yeah, he did. He broke it down? Yeah, he broke it down why he isn't and why he is. <laughs> and then told him what he was going to do to him. <laughs> I didn't know that part. <laughs> You can't do that. Oh. That's not funny to say that you're going to do that to a, like anybody. Okay. Right? Yeah. If it was any other situation with any other two people, because I'm not going to let you. I'm glad you said you didn't hear that part because I'm not going to sit you sit here and let you defend that. I thought you was going to be like, no, he deserved it. No. 
Okay. I was talking about a whole different clip. <laughs> Why do you like Saucy Santana? Material girl. Because, oh. honestly, because that's the one dude that I've seen in the public eye who is who he is, right? Unapologetically. He's like, and so what? I want hills, stilettos, and I keep I ain't mad at none of that. He went too far with the what he was going to do to him. That's wild. And if you're going to do it, do it with somebody that's with it. Why he ain't pull that shit with Dwight Howard? Yeah, I bet. Seven feet with shoulders. Say that to Dwight. See what happened. Mm. Dwight and Kitty come right. right out that little box. What's up? What's right. up? Let's get saucy. All right. No, you want to get saucy? All right. All right. You want to get saucy? No. It would have been Maria, Maria. <laughs> What's up? Nah. She remind me of what's yeah. that story. <laughs> now, yeah, that energy for the right people, yo. Mm-hmm. You got a little that. too saucy. Yes. And academics can't cry. No. Two things can be true. You can't respond with tears. All right, say less. Who's next? All right, Peppa and Will. The date? Yes. We were this close, Katie. This close. We were this close to J. Cole saying that Peppa and that Will love. I thought it should have been salt, but, you know. Huh? Either way, it would have been more flavor than Jada. But here is the story. For those who may not know, Will Smith is back. And he just did an interview with Salt and Pepper and admitted that Pepper and himself had a date back in the day. And I guess Pepper thought he was a bit corny. It was that, and Will was terrified of her ex because he thought her Trish. ex was going to kill him. A lot of people were terrified of Tretch back in the day, mm-hmm. and Will was right. He was right to be terrified because I think Tretch would have killed him. Mm-hmm. And either way, I guess he went the other way because he was terrified of Tupac too, but things happened and he didn't have to worry about Tupac. Do you think that Peppa's life, because Peppa's looked like she regretted. Mm-hmm. Peppa looked like she wished she would have went the other way. Oh, absolutely. Will looked like maybe. Yeah, but I was good. But I was good. Would you rather have seen a Peppa in a Will Love than a Jada in a Will Love? Nah. You okay with the way it turned out? Yeah. I feel like Peppa, <sighs> the kids would have been wild. I don't know why the kids, I don't think, would have been as humbled. Nah. Uh, I nah. feel like the mannerism of the kids would be different. Will would have been slapped somebody in the 90s. His career would have been shot by 2002. He's still from Philly. Uh, yeah. Mm. All right. I'm not mad at how it worked out. Mm-mm. Nope, me either. Okay. Mm-mm. Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.